and welcome back to Fully Functional. I'm Beata, registered nutritionist, and this is Dr. Galena. Good to have you back. <laughs> Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm Dr. Galena, as Beata said, I'm a naturopathic doctor and uh, glad to be here again with you. Yay. So exciting. Mm-hmm. So we have yeah. a simple topic today, but a very important one. I feel like this mm-hmm. message is very, it's not talked about often enough. <laughs> And that is just the simple uh, topic of digestion and just the act around eating and how important it is to pay attention to certain things that are so simple in, in in our lives. But we tend to often forget when it comes to the ritual of eating itself for proper digestion. So, yeah, great. And so we're calling the segment, the 10 rules of digestion, right? Yeah. So let's call it the 10 rules of digestion. Um, You know, throughout my practice over the years, I've just noticed that digestion is such a common issue. And I'm sure in your practice as well, people come every every patient that comes in has some kind of gut issue, you know, whether or not that's their main concern. So absolutely. And there's so many like little things in your lifestyle that you can change to just improve the way that you digest or just right. food in general, right? Yeah. So simple so, rules, right? We're, we're not talking about anything complicated here, really basic stuff. Super basic, literally things that we do day to day that can affect mm-hmm. the like effectiveness of, of our digestion and how we process the food and break it down and how we feel after a meal. Great. It so makes do you want to just kind of read the difference? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to just read through the 10 rules quickly and then we'll pick a few and talk about them? Sure. Okay. Okay. So we have our first one is it's so simple, but it's like, I feel like a lot of people just often forget about it. So chewing our food. So, and the, not just like obviously our instinctual act of chewing is of course we have to chew our food, but actually chewing our food properly to the point where we break it down significantly enough before we swallow. So that's, you know, that's the importance of it. So chewing food properly, slowing down when we eat. So around any mealtime, when we sit down, slowing it down is very important. Okay. We'll get back to that. Stepping away from the computer, TV, Mm. uh, taking a few deep breaths prior to a meal. Okay. There's certain combinations of foods that are better digested. So maybe adhering, considering to adhere to this concept of food combining is often beneficial. Saying no to just general processed food, which you will just not digest efficiently either way. So just saying no. Okay. We're just calling say it. No. Just, I like just it. Say no. <laughs> <laughs> um, limiting the triggering foods, right? So obviously we'll eat a little sugar here and there, but limiting our inflammatory sort of triggers. So sugar, gluten, right? Dairy is often triggering. So, okay. So we have the limit category. Mm -hmm. Liquids with meals. Okay. Not before, not after. It's during the meal. That's the problematic area. So we can touch on that. And there's a lot of controversy around that too. So that's an interesting topic. Yeah. Uh, And bedtime, which is avoiding eating 
around that time, which is very important for digestion overall. Big one. Okay. Okay. So you want to talk about the, yeah, you want to talk about the first one? Do you want to chew up the first one? Chew it off, (laughs) digest it. Good one. Okay. That was corny. That was corny. That was really good. uh, Okay. Yeah. So chewing food. Um, So the basis of this is, uh, you know, uh, they say, science says uh, you should be chewing your food at least 20 times. So you're like chomping on your food 20 times before you actually swallow. So do you actually sit there and count it? Like, do you count it? One, two, three, and the magic number is 20. Okay. It's very mindful. This is a very mindful way, right? Yeah. It's a very mindful way. And if you're really paying attention, it's really hard to get to 20. Like it's, you Mm -hmm. know, people often inhale their food. Right. I I oftentimes I'm like one, two, three, four, five, and then I swallow. So (gasps) 20 times is a long time. Yeah. That's the magic number out there. It's it's 20. Mm -hmm. And the reason behind it is that Typically, you know, you think that digestion begins in your stomach, but it doesn't. It actually begins in your mouth. The process yes. of digestion begins in the mouth. And, you know, the basis behind this is that our saliva actually contains digestive enzymes in it. So we're already coating our food in enzymes while it's in our mouths, which is pretty, you know, it's pretty astounding. And the enzyme, you know, it's it's called amylase, and it is where it is responsible for the breakdown essentially of carbohydrates. So it's really important to coat your food and break it down into as little particles as possible. Right. Yeah. And And there's other enzymes along the way that are produced by other organs like the pancreas, for example, that break it down even further, but this is kind of that first step. And it's, Exactly. Yeah, it's it's important number one because in order for you to absorb the nutrients from that food properly, it's important to start breaking it down. And number one, so it just digests easily, right? So you're not like yeah, you know, yeah. Basically, if you're not breaking down the food properly, it just gets stuck, causes inflammation, and just all kinds of issues can happen along it's the way. Putting less broken down. stress on your digestive system. Yeah, you have it in the smallest amount of particles. So once it like starts going right. down into your stomach, your stomach doesn't have to work as hard and, you know, and then processing and then um, absorbing the nutrients from the food. It's really important that it's broken down in in its smallest, you know, particles. So, so basically just don't inhale your food, right? Don't inhale your food. (laughs) Yeah. I should tell my daughter that. (laughs) And, you know, just remind yourself sometimes, like it doesn't have to be 20 times that you're chewing. It can be maybe half that, maybe 10, but I can guarantee you if you start counting, it won't, you, you don't often even get up to 10, you know? So okay. yeah, Interesting. it's really Love important. It. Okay. Okay, good. So well, let's see, let's pick another one. How about uh, stepping away from the computer or TV? I like that yeah, one. Let's, let's discuss it. that. Let's you know, and actually it really plays into it. You know, when you say, when you're um, watching TV, when you're distracted, you're not chewing properly. So this, you know, these two points really tie into each other, right? Because you're just so distracted. You're just not thinking about proper chewing, right? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, yeah. right, sitting there watching your screen, whether it's social media on your computer or whether it's a TV show or a movie, right? 
it it kind of you know although you think you're relaxed you're not it actually puts your body under stress right um having that distraction of the screen right so um and ultimately when you're stressed you're not digesting properly right um do you have anything to say about that aspect of it i think the stress aspect is really important because even when you don't know it subconsciously when you're watching something you're you're being triggered and there is some form of stress going on there's obviously like a reactiveness going on right. uh, in your body. And that may not be like a high amount of cortisol or high amount of adrenaline yeah. or something like that. But when you're watching something, when you're stimulated, that tends to cause uh, your body to sort of pay less attention to digestion and more mm-hmm. so taking care of the the stress aspect of where your body is in that state you what know? if you're watching the food network and <laughs> watching the cooking shows relaxing at least something <laughs> relaxing not so stimu- overly yeah. stimulating because yeah. then you'll be like too into it and too focused and your body won't be paying as much attention to uh you know secreting those digestive juices in your stomach and like you know for full and effective digestion. Right. Like all the- so maybe like sitting down and eating with your family at dinner time is a good way to make sure you're not yeah. distracted by screens. Right. Yeah. Or if you're at work, even sitting down for lunch with your coworkers. Right. And not like eating in front of your screen. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Those are some exactly. good ways to do it. Yeah. The best way to do yeah. it. And it's that traditional mindset of family time and sitting at the dinner table together. And, you know, it, it, that's there for a reason. And it actually right. is very also helpful for better digestion as well. So, and I mean, I'll be the first to admit I'm not perfect with it. You know, I oftentimes, whether it's me, you know, doing charting in front of a computer and trying to get my meal in, or actually, you know, watching um, a show and eating, I do it, but you know, it's actually on my list of things to work on in terms of my own digestion, you know, so um, I re- absolutely I'm there. Yeah. With so, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know. something to work on, you know, yeah, we're not perfect contrary to what you might, guys may think. <laughs> oh gosh no yeah yeah and that ties into again like when you're sitting down with your family and you know how there's also some family you know, there's also prayer at the dinner table and that's also mm. a time to sort of take a deep breath and slow down before taking your first bite and that's I love that. also yeah. incredibly important because it really it stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system which calms mm-hmm. your body and makes it prepared and ready for digestion. I love that. And then like, if you're not into prayer, um, you know, just maybe even just like taking a deep breath. I think that is actually one of your rules. We don't have to yeah, jump yeah. into it too much, yeah. but like, sure. you know, if you're not into prayer, then just kind of just like, you know, before you yeah. eat. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So there's that stepping. So we got chewing, slowing it down, stepping away from sort of stimulate over stimulation from via computer TV breathing, taking a deep breath before a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got food combining, which I can touch on a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, okay. So there is a particular theory that I think there is a little bit of, you know, there's evidence to back it up um, if you dig a little deep and, and that is the process of food combining when you, eat certain foods um, together and separately. 
for better digestion. So mm-hmm. according to this theory, it's, uh, it's beneficial for your digestion to mm-hmm. avoid combining proteins and carbohydrates together. So let's say like chicken and rice, that's not an ideal combination mm-hmm. for proper digestion, just because protein takes so much digestive power and juice to break down. Whereas carbs tend to digest quicker. So it can, ju- it can sort of lead to unfriendly growth of bacteria, you know, like fermentation mm-hmm. of those carbohydrates because protein's still digesting, but carbohydrates are already like lingering in the intestine and like unfavorable well, fer- yeah. fermentation tends to happen, which then, co- you know, leads to bloating and all that. Yeah. What about like vegetable carbohydrates, right? Chicken and the salad, for example. So I'm, so when I talk about carbs in this case, carbs and protein, I'm talking about like complex carbohydrates and protein. That's unfavorable that, you know, certain that combination, but when you're combining protein and let's say leafy greens, let's say like a chicken Mm -hmm. salad, for example, that's a more favorable combination for better digestion. Yeah. That's why you might feel a little lighter and feel like you, Mm -hmm. uh, you just feel a little better when you're eating sort of combo versus something more dense, like a, you know, like protein in a complex carb. Right. So when we're talking about combining, right, we're looking at a plate and we're putting these ingredients in a plate, right? What about, let's say um, you, you have chicken and then, you know, 20 minutes later you have rice or vice versa, you know, it's having the protein. And then there's also like the, First you eat the chicken and then you wait a little bit and then you eat the complex carb and then you wait a little bit. So you can do that for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely beneficial. And then when it comes to fruit, it's best to eat it on its own Mm -hmm. just because it's so highly fermentable that it's better for it to just be digested on its own instead of combined with other. So fruit for dessert, basically. Yeah, like away from your meal, wait at least like 30 minutes before eating the fruit. Um, Interesting. So it's an interesting concept. Yeah. I've noticed personally when I'm combining certain foods, it really is beneficial for me. Like I I just feel like it's less symptomatic, I guess. Like the bloating is something people notice first right away when they like eat in a way they shouldn't or eat a food that they shouldn't shut out. Right? The first symptom, the ob- most obvious thing is bloating. Right. And um, so this should help eliminate some of that. This bloating. is a good strategy. If you're someone that bloats after a meal, this is some, a simple strategy you can start doing to sort of minimize symptoms and just okay. see if it works for you. If it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, but it's certainly something that has been proven to, to be efficient in that department. Interesting. So. Yeah. And also, you know, bloating happens a lot also when you're not just chewing your food properly, right? And again, you're not using those enzymes that are supposed to do the job to break down the food. So there's many reasons for bloating, but definitely um, this yeah. is an interesting way of, you know, trying to avoid that as well. Definitely. Yeah. So the next one then is, uh, let's talk about a little bit about, well, that actually to tie that back into food combining, uh, mm-hmm. drinking liquids with meals. Okay. How do you feel about that? Um, well, you know, there's a lot of theories about that, right? So, um, 
usually the most common theory is not to drink your liquids with meals, right? What do you say about that? Yeah, from a holistic point of view, I think yeah. I definitely agree with you. Mm-hmm. And I think it also has to tie in with Ayurved- Ayurvedic medicine mm-hmm. as well. Okay. okay. Especially cold water, drinking cold okay. water during a meal. The theory is that it seizes digestion or it slows it down because of mm-hmm. the temperature. And also, too, there's something to be said about, you know, also, theoretically speaking, um, that liquids dilute your stomach acid. So if you're mm-hmm. drinking liquids with your meal, you're diluting those juices and that eventually prevents yeah. sufficient digestion. I am. I could speak about stomach acid forever. I'm such a yeah. huge proponent of stomach acid. You know, it gets yeah. a really bad rap. You know, people think that stomach acid is what causes heartburn and acid reflux, and that's actually yeah, not the case. Yeah. Having low stomach acid is a problem for digestion. Yeah. It's also actually breeding ground for bacteria. So oftentimes my patients, when we do like a, a test to see what's going on within their gut, within their microbiome, and we see they have an overgrowth of bad bacteria and not enough good bacteria, it almost always goes hand in hand with low stomach acid. So yeah. yeah. So there's, there's people that are saying that, you know, liquids cannot dilute HCL, which is hydrochloric acid, which is stomach acid, because it's just impossible. Your body just naturally, you know, it's physically impossible, but there are certain theories that, you know, yeah, that lead to that conclusion. So it's, you know, possibly just if you're, Again, if you're experiencing some issues post-meal, like bloating, which is very common, it wouldn't hurt to try drinking your liquids away from your meal. So drink your liquid before and a little bit after like that's yeah. say wait 15 minutes after your meal that's exactly it. it can't hurt to try like these rules are all so simple like yeah. you're not gonna lose anything by trying trying to do this you know so yeah. might as well yeah. try right exactly i agree okay okay um what else uh do we want to hit on just say no a little bit yeah i mean it's a basic concept obviously these processed foods genetically modified foods hydrogenated fats, vegetable oils, they're all inflammatory. They're all going to cause some sort of digestive distress. Full of chemicals, dyes, toxins, uh, you name it. Yeah. If I always say like, and I know we've talked a lot about this in general, like reading labels is huge, right? And if you look at a label and there's a word that you cannot read, or if like a dye or a sugar is the first ingredient, that's that's as processed as you can get, you know, so just avoid, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's, that's a, that's a simple one. Um, yeah. And then lastly, I think we should talk about maybe avoiding eating two to three hours before bedtime. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah. I th- I mean, I'm a huge proponent of that um, for a couple of reasons, right? So number one, um, if you eat right before bedtime, right, then your body has to work extra hard on every level, not just your gut, but starting with your gut, but ultimately everything has to work hard on, ex- on every level too, right? Process that food, right? And you're not really giving your body a chance to rest and heal. And you're going, trying to fall asleep while your body's still working in overtime, right? And full force. And so messes with your sleep also messes with proper digestion ultimately. Right. So, um, I think not eating right before bed is definitely the way to go. Right. What do you think? I think so. I think you hit the right points. I think our bodies do the majority of housekeeping while we're sleeping. 
Yeah. And that includes detoxification is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why fasting is so important. That's why we call it mm-hmm. breakfast because you're breaking the fast and right. our bodies need that time to recalibrate. Yeah. Um, so it's really important to give our um, metabolism a break and our digestive systems mm-hmm. um, a break. And then also too, you're not really uh, with our sleep hormones. It really affects our sleep hormones. If you're right. eating right before bed, it can really tamper 100%. with, yeah, with our yeah. melatonin production and our ability to actually get a good sleep and getting a good sleep is so important for overall health. So, and also if you're eating right before bed, right, you're ultimately spiking your insulin, right. And your body now has to work in that way, like on the metabolic level. And when your insulin spikes, actually your cortisol will then spike, you know? And so then that cortisol is our main stress hormone. It's an adrenal hormone. And then you're either going to sleep or in the middle of the night, having cortisol elevations or you're waking up already with a super elevated cortisol and that just kind of throws your whole day off track, you know? Right. So and not, not forgetting insulin is not storing uh, hormones. Right. So, you know, eating before bed isn't quite uh, weight management friendly. So exactly, it's always, yeah. Yeah. so if you're trying and you know, to, obviously food, it's best to, to not eat right before right. bed. And a buzzword that we can have, a, we will probably have a whole segment on um, is intermittent fasting, right? And there's so many ways to do it and r- the right way and the wrong way. But that's ultimately what you're doing by avoiding eating a couple hours before bed. You're starting kind of that fasting process. And so instead of maybe fasting just the eight hours you're sleeping, right, you're fasting just a little bit longer, you know, 12 hours or more or whatever, whatever what works for you, right? But um Basically, intermittent fasting has shown a lot of benefits that we're not going to get into now. But um, it's a big topic and we want to very meticulously cover it and cover all all of the, you know, the basis. Mm -hmm. So we'll leave that for another day. Yeah. Um, But that's it. Those are our rules of digestion. They're very simple. I mean, again, it's it's something that you can easily start today Mm -hmm. and just these things in mind mm-hmm. and you know they you know what we just one we skipped qu- quickly that i think is important the water um, amount right basically mm-hmm. the rule is to drink half your body weight in ounces right so that's a big one when it comes to yep. healthy digestion right not just in general for your health in terms of water is super important for everything but you know in terms of digestion right of course water yeah. consumption is definitely important um and you also for specifically for digestion, just remember to drink it not during a meal, right. before or a few a few minutes after, um, just to not tamper with the process. But yeah, drinking enough and staying hydrated is very crucial for overall digestion for sure. Amazing. Cool. So that's our ten rules for uh, ten rules of digestion, right? That's pretty right. simple. Very simple. Now, and- now, uh, which one are you going to take on more for yourself? <laughs> Definitely the chewing one. I really need to stay, you know, I need to remind myself every time I, I eat a meal that just don't scarf it down. Just <laughs> take my time and yeah, maybe count the amount of times that I'm chewing sure. and make sure that I'm staying yeah. conscientious of that. How about you? Yeah. So I'm definitely guilty of the chewing thing, but I think for me, it's the screen time and I am yeah. the first to admit it that I am terrible with it. So yeah. this is going to be on my, on the top of my, um, health and wellness to-do list, you know, my personal list. I love it. Yeah. All right, Galena. Well, all great talking to you yet again. You and as well, of course. 
We'll chat very soon. We'll chat soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.